It's Adrian. Just before we get you to this episode, do me a favor and head over to pageantlaunch.com. We are starting the world's first dedicated pageant review site to make the pageant industry safe, transparent, and fair. Three things that I know it is most of the time, but it's not like that all of the time. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, enter your email address, it's completely free, and let's get you to this episode. Hi everyone, it is Adrian from The Pageant Project and my special guest for today is Kelsey Zabala, who is Teen Miss New York Earth. Kelsey, hello, how are you? I'm great, how are you? I'm doing very, very well. Um, why don't you tell us where about in New York you're coming from first off? So I'm actually six to eight hours away from New York City. Depends on the traffic. I've taken some trips that got me there in six. And I've taken some that got me there in eight. So it just depends on the weather and the traffic and a lot of different things. But I'm actually in Buffalo, right by Niagara Falls. And that's amazing. I love living here. So it's very different from the city. I live in a very rural area by Niagara Falls. Yeah. So it's actually not very um, urban, if you will. But I love it. So very, very far from the city. But I have gone to the city plenty of times and I love it there too. Niagara Falls obviously is hugely famous. Everyone in the world knows who knows who knows what Niagara Falls is. How how often do you go to visit? Is it just like kind of in your backyard and you take it for granted, or do you actually go there like every year or every week? Or? It's like well, it's forty minutes away, so it's not right next to Niagara Falls, but I would still consider it to be in my backyard. But I, yeah. my friends and I, will just decide to go there like whenever. We'll be like, all right, you guys want to go to Niagara Falls? Let's just go to Niagara Falls. That sounds like a good thing to do. And it's definitely not. The more you go, it's not as exciting. But every time we go, we're like, oh my god, this is still so cool. And at night, like all the lights under the waterfall are lit up, so the water is different colors, and that's super cool. Um, but oh, wow. yeah, it always it's different in every season too, and that's something I really love to go every year, at least once during every season to experience it and all its beauty. So, but it is also terrifying. The waters are crazy, and every time I go, I'm like, I don't remember it being this intense. But so yeah, I would consider it to be in my backyard, but it's still. To go, but I love seeing everyone else that is going there and they're like, it's so breathtaking for them. This is the coolest thing ever, this is so awesome. So I'm super, and I love that it's um, a renewable source energy for Maya. So it's really, it's really amazing to have oh, that wow. in what I call my backyard. Okay, yeah. I, did, I didn't know that it was a source of renewable energy, although that makes a lot of sense. I'm assuming, is that hydroelectricity? Yeah. Yes, it is. And it's really okay. cool to watch. I mean, the, the power that the water produces from falling down is like insane, so. We love to go there. If for, for someone who's never gone, never visited, I've been to New York, I've been to America plenty of times, but I've never been to Niagara Falls. For someone who was going to visit, let's say, when would be the best time to visit? Assuming that you can't can't go from Australia to Niagara Falls every every season, when would you say yeah. is the best time to go? Well, I think it looks the most beautiful in the winter because a lot of the water is like frozen too. So it's super, super pretty. But if you don't like the cold, especially if you're from Australia, it is yeah. very chilly in Buffalo. So you have to dress warm. I would suggest the winter, but it's depending on whether you like the cold or not. Right. But it's beautiful. All not the time, really. I think winter is the best. Yeah, I didn't think right. so. But you can okay, you got so. You got to understand when you're talking to an Australian, you say a lot of the water is frozen over. That's already got me in a bit of a panic. Because in, in, in Sydney, I'm from Sydney in Australia, home of the Harbour Bridge and the Opera House, nothing here freezes over. So when wow. you're saying that the water freezes over, I'm like, yeah, that's me done. I, I, I'd, li I'd like to see it because wow. it sounds beautiful, but I don't want to die. Is. So um, Yeah, it's all right. a little chilly. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're, if you're saying that, then I'm going to assume it's way too cold for me. Just out of interest, you, are, you a, are you a summer person or a winter person? See, I love, like I said, I love every season because every season's so different in Buffalo. 
but mm-hmm. there's definitely more to do in the summer, at least for me. I've never yeah. snowboarded or skied, but that's a huge thing in Buffalo too. Um, but I love to just go to the beach and go swimming, go kayaking. And you definitely cannot do that in the winter. I mean, you can if you want to freeze your toes off, but <laughs> I wouldn't suggest it. So I'm definitely probably summer. I just like to be warm. I like to get a little tan. I like to spend time <laughs> outside with my friends and my family. So probably summer, exactly. I would say. You see, that? that's why I ask because... To most sane people, I think that would make a lot of sense. And then there are some people who say they prefer winter, and I can't quite understand why. Don't get me wrong. Like, I do understand you can see pretty things in winter, and you could be, maybe be by the fire, etc. But you freeze to I'd much rather have a tan and be able to go outside than be freezing indoors. But um, I guess I to each their <laughs> own. Uh, Kelsey, why don't we start with the easy question? Um, pageants. This is a pageant interview after all, though I do get sidetracked fairly often as you can see. But can you tell us how you got involved in pageantry to begin with and why? Yeah, so I competed in my first pageant when I was only 15 and I'm 19 now. So it's been four years since I first competed. And honestly, I didn't even know what pageantry really was all about. I was just really curious and I've heard great things about it. And I wanted to join a pageant that my friend in my school had also joined. So I decided I decided to go for it, and it was really fun. I actually placed first runner-up that year, and I was so shocked. Oh. I did not expect it at all, but it was really fun, and I just wanted to kind of show people that I could go out and do things and live my dreams, especially coming from a small town. A lot of people didn't step out of that town and do much beyond that, so everyone was right. so shocked that I was going to do this thing that I was doing. And ever since then, I kind of just fell in love with it. And it was something that I realized I have such a passion for my platform and for taking care of the environment, which is, of course, um, the mission of Miss Earth, which is this system I'm in currently. And I just, I loved it. And I realized that I have such a powerful voice as a young woman. And it really gave me the opportunity to encourage other young women to use their voice and to not be afraid to speak up about things they're passionate about. So you're a very young 19. You've already been in it four years. Um, So for you, that's a significant proportion of your life. Can you give us an idea, give the audience an idea as to how you feel you've grown through pageantry? And I ask that because obviously anyone going from the ages of 15 to 19 would go through a lot of growth. Um, Not all of it is good sometimes. But um, Specifically, having entered in pageants, what do you think that's added to your growth over those four years? I think the biggest thing is my confidence because I've always been okay with who I was and I was always comfortable being who I was. Definitely not ordinary and I love that about myself, but it was hard for me at first. When I started pageant, I was like comparing myself to everyone and I was saying like, if all these girls look like this, I should look like that or I should Mm. have a platform that's related to that. And I just wanted to be what everyone expected a title holder to be. And I think what helped me the most is realizing that being myself was the best thing I could do. And it was so much more fun for me to go into pageantry just being comfortable and confident in who I am. And I mean, I've definitely grown in a lot of different ways. But I think really just finding who I am and what I'm passionate about and being confident in speaking about those things was one of the most important lessons and things that I've learned so far in my pageant experience. And it is very, seems like a big portion of my life, but it is um, very short time. And I, I plan to, now that I'm obviously too old to compete in a teen pageant, I do plan to compete in a Miss pageant in the future. So that's really exciting. But, and now I can know going into that, that I'm, confident in who I am and I'm comfortable being a little weird time and a little crazy too but there's nothing wrong with that so I love being who I am and anyone who personally knows me knows that I'm very outgoing and a little quirky but I think everyone that knows me knows I'm perfectly okay with that so can, can you can you maybe how would your best friends the people who know you best how would they describe you so when you say you're quirky in what ways would your friend say that Kelsey is a little quirky or a little unique? There are things, and some of them are embarrassing, but I don't mind sharing them with you. So a lot of my friends, I'm very talkative and very loud, and a lot of my friends tell me 
you need to like quiet down a little bit. You need to stop talking so much like, during the movie, especially. I'm one of those people that does not stop talking oh, no. during the movie. During the movie. Oh, no. Questions. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that during the movie. Okay, fair enough. I know. And everyone knows me. I know. So that's something I needed to work on a little bit. But nonetheless, I think they love me for it. And in high school, I remember people telling me when we awarded future celebrity and best smile, best eyes, things like that. My friends were like, you know, you're the runner up for most talkative. And I was like, who is it? Who possibly beat me on that? Who could possibly talk more than I do? And it was actually one of my close friends that won. And I was actually a little bit thankful because that's kind of how everyone, they say, she's the girl who talks a lot. She's the girl that never stops talking. She's really loud. She's outgoing. She's crazy. I love to dance too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a huge thing for me. So everyone that knows me knows that I'm just like very spontaneous and outgoing. And I really just like to share what I have to say all the time. And I do have a filter, thankfully, but I think that anyone who knows me would definitely say that I'm very talkative and outgoing. So it, it sounds like the stereotype I have in my head for New Yorkers. New Yorkers, at least from what I've seen in the movies and TV, they're not known for being quiet and <laughs> reserved. So I, I don't know if that applies in Buffalo, but when you talk about people in New York, it's like, yeah, they're, no. they're, they're going to tell you what they think. So that doesn't hugely surprise me. But what you're saying basically is we're not going to find you in a corner being quiet somewhere keeping to yourself. Yep. Okay. All right, that, that's good to know. Um, Kelsey, how did you get involved with the <laughs> Miss I'm Earth? very outgoing and I'm definitely, yes. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey, we've just got a little bit of a delay on the connection. So um, we'll hope that that clears up in a sec. Uh, you're sort of dropping in and out a little bit, but we'll deal with it. Um, can you tell us how you got involved? I can see with... that, yes. Yeah. Can you tell us how you got involved with the Miss Earth system in particular? Yeah, so I competed before, and after I competed in that first pageant system, they actually reached out to me, and they wanted me to compete for the title of Teen Miss New York, Teen Miss New York Earth, excuse me, and this was way back in 2017, 2018, and I was always really excited. I wanted to do it, but I was never really able to make my own decisions because I was so young, and I wasn't financially able to make that decision yeah. for myself either because if... Everyone that knows pageantry knows it's very expensive, but it's working, of course. But they, this year, asked me again. They were like, are you possibly able to compete? And I wanted to, and then I was 18, of course. So I had my own money. I could make my own decisions. I knew if I didn't do it, I would have regretted it. So I just said, let's do it. And I applied and interviewed. And it was all virtual because it was actually during quarantine. And... I won the title and they called me. It was, I didn't really get a crowning moment, but I was called over the and they won and it was still really exciting and I was sucked. So it was nonetheless still so exciting and such an amazing experience. And it has been by far the best system that I've been in so far. It's perfect for my mission. It's perfect for my platform. And I've met some of the most amazing women in the system so far. So I really, I feel so at home in this system. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I truly belong here and that it perfectly fits my purpose. Uh, can we just talk about your sash for a second? Did you add the rhinestones to the sash or did your sash come like that? Because that sash is the most beautiful sparkly sash I've seen and i've done over 100 interviews the sash is amazing (laughs) thank you it actually came like this and it's from the sash company and it is beautiful i said the same thing when i opened i'm like oh my gosh there's no way this is so beautiful and i was obsessed with it so i wasn't gonna wear it for this interview and i was like i have to i i can't not so it came like this, and the crown, I can show you the crown if you want. I have it next to me. It's just as sparkly, and I'm just as obsessed with this as well. So here's my crown. Okay. So this one, this is also a very oh, wow. big crown. 
Is that, um, Kelsey, is that, how comfortable is that to wear? Because that one is, it's got the the band, so it's adjustable. Is that fairly comfortable to wear? Because most crowns actually are incredibly uncomfortable to wear for any extended period of time. It's bad. When I first got it, it was, I had to adjust it because it was so big that it like fell over my head. Oh. And I was not sure how to fix that, but I figured it out. And it was actually really simple. I just kind of had to bend the metal a little bit. And once yeah. I got to fit my head perfectly, it was actually pretty comfortable. And it does dig in a little bit, but I don't mind wearing it. Honestly, I think that it is beautiful and, and it represents my title. So I'm willing to fight through something for that. But I really, I love it and it doesn't bother me too much. So I can deal with a little sore, sore head for a little bit. <laughs> it's worth it. Uh, yeah, you can deal with a little bit of a headache. It's all worth it. Um, Kelsey, in terms of, I mean, you mentioned that Miss Earth fits your platform and your yes, advocacy exactly. perfectly. So can you tell us a little bit more about what your advocacy is and what your platform is? So I created my platform in memory of my mom. My mom actually passed away from cancer in 2014. And growing up, my mom was very passionate about the environment, loved to educate my family and I on sustainability and taking care of the environment. And when she passed away, I wanted to carry on that legacy and continue to live out her mission. So when I became a title holder, I had a platform so that I could do exactly to educate the youth. I'm actually in school for education. So it was perfect for me to have a platform that was an educational program as well. So not only would I be working with them like I to do and I'm going to school for, but I was able to carry on my mom's legacy and educate others on what was really important to my mother and to my family to this day. Of course. Um, I mean, it's difficult losing a parent at any age, but I mean, losing a parent at such a young age, I mean, can you give us an idea as to what your mum meant to you and how she impacted on the woman that you've grown into today? Yeah, she was definitely my best friend. And everyone who sees me always says, you are so much like your mother. You look so much like her you act so much like her that she was a very loving kind caring person she was always welcoming everyone she was actually she fostered children and she was just so loving and caring to everyone so she was definitely the biggest influence growing up and she has made me who I am and I'm very blessed that although I lost her at a young age I did have her for a very long time and I was able to share the memories I did with her and become the person I am today because of what she taught me and who she was. So it definitely is the biggest challenge that I faced in my life. But I can say that now with overcoming that challenge, I am able to take on anything that comes my way. And I'm a very strong young woman and I wouldn't be who I am without her. So she means the world to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kelsey, obviously, as you mentioned, you are, 19 so you're still very young but can you give us an idea as to some of your goals sort of like longer term goals where you see yourself let's say in a year five years god forbid 10 years from now well of course within the next few months i will be competing for the title of team miss earth usa so i would love to see myself as team miss earth usa i to track the country after it kind of is resolved in a way who knows how that will be but if it's possible yeah. I would love to travel and go to elementary schools throughout the country and tell them about my story and my my mission and even after I'm done being a title holder or in 10 years if I'm married or have a family I I want to continue to carry a legacy. I have a dream of planting really part of a nonprofit called One Tree Planted. And they plant around the world. 
and I've planted quite a few trees with them in California right now due to the wildfires that are happening. And mm -hmm. I hopefully want to have my own tree planting event in my area. And I want to plant all those trees in memory of my mom. So I have a lot of goals for myself, but those are two of my biggest. And like I said, I'm also going to school for education. So I would really love to obviously be a teacher and work with kids. I love helping children and educating children. And I'm in school for both general ed and special ed. So I oh, wow. would really like to work with children that have been to those challenges and to live life that they're destined to and to not let anything stop them from achieving their goals. Different. I have gone above and experienced some really great things in my life and I'm doing really well. So it doesn't matter what you are challenged by, you can overcome those things and you can live the life you want to and be the person you want to be. Can you... Um... I, I, I forgot what I, I was going to ask. I had something to, <laughs> sorry. I'm just listening and also the connection is kind of dropping out. Um, in terms of um, the pageant itself, so you're now, you're, you're in the teen and as you said, you've aged up to the miss. Um, do you see yourself competing in pageantry sort of well into the future or have you not thought about it that far? It's kind of one step at a time. Well, I would definitely, I want to focus on my academics right now because that's most important to me. But after I graduate college, I'm going for five years because I do need a master's. And after that, I probably will be competing. I don't think I'll compete in between that time so I can sell my studies. But yeah, mm -hmm. I think maybe when I'm 22 or 23 after I got my degree and I can make sure that I'm focusing on my life because that is part of my purpose. So I'm really excited and hopefully things might change. Maybe I'll decide to compete next year. Who knows? But as of now, I hope to be after I finish my studies. Perfect. I remember what I was going to ask you now. I was going to ask you about how time management um, how you manage your time, because you sound like you've got a lot on your plate, which is not unusual for a pageant girl. Most pageant queens have a lot that they're trying to balance. Career, pageantry, actually having a life, hobbies, etc., working out, all that, catching up with friends. So how do you go about managing your time and balancing your life? <laughs> It's not as hard as some people think it is. I think because I love everything I do so much and I love being a title holder and I love being in a family and I love having friends and I really just love everything that I do. So time management isn't too bad for me. I think I just have to for everything. I always do. With school, I've actually been on the Dean's List both semesters in um, 2019 and right now I'm shooting for a 4.0 GA and I'm well on my way. So I've been working very hard for that, but honestly it is challenging and it does get exhausting, but at the end of the day, it's so worth it because I love every second of it and the reward is so much greater. And I just, I really have such a, strong work ethic and I'm very determined and motivated. So, and it did not come easy, but I think, like I said, with my challenge that I faced in my life, I've had no other yeah. choice but to push through and to stay motivated because I know my mom would be. So be very proud. I, I would love to say that she would be very proud. <laughs> I'm sure she would be. Um, Kelsey, just for the um, non-Americans in the audience, meaning myself, I, I kind of know what a 4.0 GPA is, but can you just sort of describe what it is? I mean, it, I assume it's like the, the highest academic sort of level, but can you just tell me what a 4.0 GPA actually means? Yeah, so, I mean, you're, you're basically right. It's your calculated GPA overall, like from all your courses. So I take five courses and 18 credits. So each credit's worth 
a few. And as you go, obviously you get grades in the midterm and final grades. So if you get an A in every course, you have a 4.0 GPA and you also have a GPA for your main major. So I do already have a 4.0 in my majors and education. So I, for my midterms, I had all A's and I am still working really, really hard. And the last few weeks of the semester, I have finals coming up in December. So I just have to kind of crown and get ready for them. They're not easy, but I'm very determined and I hope that I do well. So it's going to be a lot of hard work, but I think that I can do it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. So you, you said they're coming up in December. So you've got the, the pageant and the annual finals coming up at the same time. Just about, yeah, because final for my school is in December, um, December 17th, around that point, And then the pageant's in January. So they are about a month apart, but it's still going to be a lot of stress because they are pretty close together. So, but I'm, like I said, I'm ready to go. I'm willing to work hard and push <laughs> yeah. through and do my best. And these are two things that are very important to me. And I have been working hard. So I will continue to do so. And I'm just fingers crossed, putting my best foot forward. Yeah. And hopefully I've planned. <laughs> um, how much can you indulge over Christmas, given that you've got a pageant coming up in January? I mean, most people over Christmas, I don't know how it is in America, but I assume they go crazy with what they're eating. So are you going to have to watch how much you indulge in, in the Christmas pudding, so to speak, since you've got the pageant coming up in January? I always try to eat healthy just because I feel best when I eat healthy, but I think yeah. that it is okay to have some snacks and to enjoy the sweets because <laughs> life is not as fun without the sweets. That's for sure. And I agree. And I always like to stay active too. So I'm always hiking and working out and taking my dogs for walks and fun things like that. So I'm not too worried. Um, I do get headaches from sweets too. That's a fun fact. It's not really fun for me, but I cannot eat too many sweets or sugar because I do get headaches. So I'm not too worried about it because I do already have to avoid them and have had, it, had to avoid them for a very long time. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think... It'll be all right as long as I stay active and, um, you know, stay motivated because that being in a pageant is also very important to stay in shape and to stay physically yeah. in your best um, form. So I have been working hard and I will continue to. So it's going to be a challenge, but I like a challenge. <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, you mentioned that you have to avoid the sweets because they give you a bit of a headache. I, I, I think in the pageant industry, that might actually <laughs> be a good that might be a good thing um, that you can't actually have too many sweets. So I'm not sure that's a handicap when it comes to pageantry. That might actually be a blessing in disguise. Um, Kelsey, just before we move to the final ten questions. Um, I know we've mentioned that you're moving from, at the age of 19, you're right on that cusp of, I mean, in some systems you'd be in Miss already, but you're right on the cusp of going from teen to Miss. And you already said that you like to speak a lot. But, and this is something that's struck me with a couple of the teen queens that I've interviewed in America. You don't just speak a lot, but you speak really well. Can you just tell people, particularly the teens, because interview for a lot of people, is the most nerve-wracking part of pageants. Can you tell people, did you work on that and as part of your pageantry to be able to speak well? Or was that something that, as you mentioned, you were very outgoing, so you naturally spoke very well to begin with? Well, it was definitely something that I... Like I said, I have always been talkative and I've always been pretty confident in who I am. But that doesn't mean that someone who is more shy or, or more introverted can't work on their interviews. So it definitely is a little scary for everyone to go into an interview. But I think what helped me the most is realizing that 
interview is one of the most fun parts of competition. That's where you get to tell the judges who you are. You get to share all your fun stories. You get to be yourself. And of course you can be yourself on stage, but I think when you're truly able to share your personality and show the audience and the judges who you are on stage and in interview, that's super important. And it's not something that you should be terrified of. You should be excited and always practice. Of course, I have sat by myself in my room and put on pageant planet and looked up interview questions. And I sit there and practice my interview questions all the time because it's fun. It doesn't help, but Honestly, I think the best tip I could give to anyone that is a teen and is competing either in their first pageant or in their 10th nervous or interview, um, just be self because that's the best thing you can do and be comfortable and confident in who you are and what you have to say and you'll do really well and mm. are looking to see who you are. They want to know more and why you stand out compared to other contestants and always practice, practice, practice. You can never practice enough when it comes to interview and do fun interviews like this because it honestly helps you <laughs> practice more your voice out there and this interview is actually very different than a lot of interviews i've been in this is definitely it, yeah more fun interview <laughs> and in a way and that's really important is to kind of get exposure to different types of interviews yeah, I don't do serious very well so you're seeing that for, for <laughs> firsthand i guess um Two questions, two silly <laughs> questions on, on, on the topic of being a bit different um, before we get to the final 10. So two questions. A, where did your surname come from? Because Zabawa is, I've never met another Zabawa. And secondly, just out of interest, what is your favorite food? So where's your surname from and what's your favorite food? Oh, wow. <laughs> so... My last name, I, it was a little glitchy, but I think you were asking, you said you never heard anyone with last name Zabawa. Yeah. Um, it's not a common name. But fun fact, if this doesn't say enough, it actually means fun in Polish. So I say that's very accurate for who I am. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> it means fun in Polish. It really, It's really cool. And look it up on Google Translate. And it ends up as fun. So... Um, I love that a lot, but one day if I get married, it's going to go away, unfortunately, but uh, it'll still be something I, I hold dear to my heart that my last name means fun in Polish. Um, and the second question you asked me, what my favorite food was, I absolutely love spaghetti. I don't know why. I never, I used to hate it when I was a kid. I couldn't stand it and I could eat pasta for days. It's, it's my favorite food in in the entire world it's pretty meats or beef and it just it's spaghetti in my opinion <laughs> uh i heard most of that i i heard pasta it was just a little glitchy when you were describing i think what you put on the pasta or the types of pasta but I think you just say pasta, and I think we 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 get the picture. I I, I am the same. <laughs> I can't. I think I might have been born Italian in another idea. life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now I actually have a craving for pasta because you brought it up. So thank I you love for that. that. Me too. Uh, <laughs> Kelsey, just before we <laughs> go welcome. to the final ten, um, in terms of shout outs, I like to give people a chance to just say thank you or. Um, give their friends and supporters a shout out. So who would you like to shout out to just for supporting you along your journey, both in pageantry and just life in general as well? Oh my gosh. I could have a list. I really could. I could go on and on for 25 minutes, but I won't. Will not. But I think I really want to thank first my Miss New York Earth and Elite Miss New York Earth, Skyly and Malaysia. They are really sisters to me and they're for me in any aspect of life outside of pageantry as well. And they are funny and outgoing and kind and loving in every possible way. And they are like mother figures to me. 
So they are definitely two very important people that I would thank you to. And I also want to thank my family, of course. I'm very family-oriented. And they have always been very and loving and encouraging. Thank you to them. And I think the last person I would say thank you to is my best friend, Emily. She has been my best friend since I was 11. She makes me confident in who I am and she loves me for all of my weirdness and she's just the best and, and she, she is truly a sister to me as well so I love all of them and they have been the best throughout this entire journey and throughout my life as well so okay perfect you didn't take 25 minutes you can then sit down that's 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 a good thing um okay final Woo! 10 questions. <laughs> uh, <It's> challenging. <laughs> I can imagine for someone such as yourself to be sure. Um, final 10 questions. It's not a speed round. You don't have to answer as quickly as you can. <laughs> Having said that, if you want to, I mean, you're from New York, so I'm sure you're competitive. If you want to answer them as quickly as you can, then feel free. Uh, but oh, yeah. here we go. They're not necessarily <laughs> pageant related at all. So question the first, what is your favorite word? Oh my gosh. See, that's all the time. But I think my favorite word is snuggle. And I don't know why, but I just think it's, it's got this ring to it. It's cozy. It makes me feel safe. It makes me feel like I'm at home. And it makes me think of that laundry detergent that's really, really nice. And it makes the clothes really soft. So I don't know. I would say snuggle. It just has a nice, it just has a nice, a nice sound, a nice ring. I don't think I've ever had anyone give an answer to that question because it reminded them of a detergent powder, but oh, that's, that's definitely a first. Okay. Uh, question <laughs> two, what is your least favorite word? Uh, this is gross, but throw up is my least favorite word. I can't throw And every time someone says it, I just want to plug my ears. And I mean, it's two words, but you can, you can understand this one, of course. But I don't know. It just, it like gives me a queasy stomach. It's one of those words. I'm like, ew, I don't want to hear that. Also moist. I don't know that one. I, <laughs> It just, it just hits a wrong, it's just not nice to hear. Like my ears don't want to hear that. I don't know why. It's just, I think it's related to the texture of something. And it just, it's just icky. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Well, actually for that question, as I mentioned, I've done over a hundred interviews. Moist is one of the most common answers to any of these questions. There are a lot of people who just cannot stand the word moist oh, for surprised. one reason or another. I mean, I've heard it so many times now, it's lost all effect on me. Um, but throw up is a first. I've, I've not heard throw up, um, but I can understand that. It's, it's certainly not a pretty picture in my head. Uh, question three. In life, what gets you excited? In life, what gets you yeah, excited or what turns you on? <laughs> Sorry to put that picture in your head, but just being honest. Oh, my God. Well, I'm excited about everything all the time. I'm a very outgoing person, as we know, in this 40 minutes we've been live. I think everyone knows that by now. But I think what makes me the most excited is seeing my nephew. And he's three, and he is the most outgoing, cute little thing in the world. And every time he comes over, I just like, can't, I can't contain my excitement. I just want to go give him a hug. And he's just the sweetest thing in the entire world. So honestly, family in general, but I would have to say my nephew is probably the thing that made
Let me try that again. Sorry, Kelsey. Question four, what turns you I'm off? I'm having some connection issues. Yes. Hmm. Mean people. I do not like people who are mean to others or rude to others for no reason. People that are judgmental. I just, it just, just makes me so, I just, I like to be surrounded by people who are just like me and people who are loving and accepting and really just want to make friends with everyone. So if you're rude or in any way, I care. It just, it ruins my vibe and it just does not make me happy. And there's no reason to dislike others or others or be mean to others because love excuse me I can't speak but love is the best thing in the entire world in my opinion and I always want to spread that love and happiness and kindness to others in any way that I can so being mean is not for me <laughs> well said question five what sound or noise do you love I think so relaxing and it literally puts me to sleep. I go to the beach and I just, just lay down right by the water and I just listen to it like all day for hours and it's so relaxing and it literally puts me to sleep. And when I'm not at the beach and I'm at my house, I really like to put on rain sounds and water sounds because for whatever reason, it just calms me and it literally puts me to sleep. It's like a lullaby. So... Maybe not general, but specifically the water crashing against the shore is amazing. <laughs> I love it. Question six. What sound or noise do you hate? When people chew their mouth open. Drives me crazy. <laughs> I cannot. I always want to be polite and kind to others. Of course. But when I hear someone chewing with their mouth open, it takes a lot of inner courage and strength to not <laughs> get angry. And normally I just have to be playing and be like, hey, could you chew with your mouth, mouth closed, please? It's really irritating me. It's really getting... And they always are respectful, of course, because, you know, it's not, it's not that hard to chew with your mouth closed. But... It's just something about it just, I think that's a common thing though. I, my sister's the exact same way and her and I agree on that point very well. So it's not just me. I'm not the only one that feels that way, but it drives me crazy. <laughs> you are definitely not the only one. I will say that I interviewed another American teen queen and she said the sound of someone chewing their mouth open, particularly if it's like crunchy, crunchy cereal it actually makes her cry i've interviewed i think two or three people who if they hear someone chewing with their mouth open they either have to leave the room or they literally burst into tears so you are definitely not the only one wow i'm not that severe but i understand <laughs> <laughs> i understand where they're coming from I think we all do. Uh, question seven. If you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why? Okay, this is a far stretch, but I think that everyone has their own superpower and we don't even know it. And I think that superpower is that everyone is who they are and we're all individualistic and unique and their own way and I think that I would not train is, is the best power and I absolutely love being who I am so yeah honestly I just love being the person that I am and I guess if I could have any superpower other than being who I am I'd really like to fly I don't know why but I would really like to I see the birds flying around and they look so graceful I think it'd be really nice <laughs> sounds good to me guys watching if you have any questions or comments for kelsey just 
put them in the comments and I will come back to them at the end of the final 10 just because our connection is not the best. Uh, it'll be a bit difficult to do the back and forth. So if you have any comments, uh, messages of support for Kelsey or any questions for her, put them in the comments and then I'll circle back to them at the end of the final 10. We're up to question eight, so we won't be long. Um, so Kelsey, question eight, what job would you like to attempt? Can you say that one more time? Sure. What it was a job? I'm or, sorry. What job or occupation would you like to attempt? Thank you. Um, well, I consider my title, Teen Miss New Yorker, to be definitely a job. But besides that, because of course, pantry is important to me, but I do have a lot of passions outside of that. I, of course, said that I'm going to. So, Right now, because I don't have a degree, I was working in a preschool for children with developmental disabilities, and I loved every second of it. Every day was challenging and happy and sad in many different ways, but every day was worth being there, and I built such a great bond with those kids. And it was the best job. I just can't wait to be a teacher in the future and to have my own classroom with both gen ed and special ed students where I can really get to know everyone and just make their lives different. I want change and change their lives, even if it's one day at a time or one small act at a time. But I really love being an educator. Well, the um, I know in Australia, and I'm sure it's in the U US, it's the same. The world needs more teachers who are passionate about what they're doing. So that's definitely a, a worthy goal. Uh, question nine, what job or occupation would you definitely not like to attempt? I could not be a nurse or a doctor. I actually have no fear of germs. I don't think I could ever go into a room where a kid is throwing up, there's the word again, or I would have to take care of them, of course, because I care about children, but for me, if they're sick, I don't think I could do it. And if it's my own kids, it's also a different story there, but I just don't think I could ever work where kids are sick or people in and their hand got cut off or something terrifying like that. And I give a lot of props to the people that can do that because it takes a strong stomach to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just got a, a visual about someone's coming in with their hand cut off. <laughs> we, will, we will move on. Um, final question. <laughs> if heaven exists. I want nothing to do what, with it. If heaven exists. What would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I would want to say that my mom loves me, is proud of me. And I hope when the doors open, my pastor that has passed on and my mom is there. And I would just want to be content knowing that the life I lived you know what you did an amazing job and your purpose was great on earth and you did so many amazing things with your life and you really made a difference in the world that's what I would want to be told <laughs> that would be nice to hear well I'm 100% certain that your mom would be proud of you so um, let's just move to the wrap up, Kelsey. There's a couple of, there's a couple of comments here. I'll just read them out to you one at a time and then give you a chance to respond because again, our connection is not so great. So the first, uh, comment you have is from Nalisha Randial. Yes. Hope I pronounce it correctly. She has said, amazing job, Kels. Love always listening to you speak. And that being a special education teacher is one of the best jobs in the world. One of the best decisions I have ever made in my life. Yeah. So Nalisha, that's actually my elite Miss New York Earth. And, 
and what course, but she is patient. So she and I have various and she has helped me so much in learning about my Duke is the best. So and cheering me on and I love you guys to death. So thank you so much for that comment. That is seriously so nice. And you know, I, I'm going to be texting both of them after this. I always do. So I'll see you guys soon. <laughs> and Sydney Stisser has said, hi, Kels. I am so happy for you. Sydney is one of my really great friends that actually lives right down the road from me. So Sydney is also always on my lives and always tuning in and being very supportive. So Sydney, thank you so much. And it brings me happiness knowing that others are happy for me and they are so encouraging and supportive. And I can't thank you enough for all they've done. You're the best. All right, Kelsey. Well, that's about it. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. I really had such a great time, and this was probably one of the most fun interviews I've ever done. So thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I'm glad, I'm glad we've enjoyed ourselves. It was definitely great getting a chance to chat to you. I'll keep you on the line for just a second, <laughs> as I mentioned, whilst I hang up with the audience. Uh, but thanks to everyone for watching, and we will speak to you Perfect. all next time. Hey, it's Adrian again. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to head up to pageantlaunch.com to join the launch team for our pageant review site. All you have to do is enter your email address. It's completely free. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with your friends and follow us on all our socials. Thanks, and see you next time.